I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Can we talk about something I only know like a few things about, but I have very strong opinions? Always. Thing. Oh, God, thank God. Okay. Well, let's not get off brand. Um, engagement rings. So I got engaged in October, and I've never been so grateful to be a gay man as I was about the fact that I did not have to buy a diamond engagement ring. And I and I have never even considered what kind of engagement ring I want because the person who dates me next is going to take me in the way weird old ladies take in feral cats. So the thing to me that's interesting about engagement rings is that the social value of this is completely decoupled from the actual value of the commodity. I don't know anything about engagement rings, but I do know about the commodities market. And we are currently at the bottom of what we call the commodity super cycle. About 15 years ago, commodities just surged in their prices, oil, gas, steel, whatever, because emerging market economies had so much demand. China, Brazil, we were creating new middle classes in these areas and they were thirsty for, you know, anything, any raw material to make anything. Diamonds were included in this. Unfortunately, the commodity super cycle is over. And you see this in that, you know, steel companies are getting crushed, obviously, oil, the prices at record lows, and diamonds are no different. What we have right now is a much bigger supply of diamonds and mining companies aren't as willing to get them out of the ground. So Rio Tinto, their revenue Rio Tinto is a Oh, Rio Tinto is the largest miner in the world. They mine metals mostly, right? It's, right, but yeah. they also mine diamonds. Can I just throw out a, a quote from this earnings report? Industry rough diamond prices were weaker, driven by lower demand from India and China, higher rough and polished diamond inventory, and lower trade manufacturing margins. Also, diamond production increased 25% when they had no one to sell that shit to. So basically what they had to say about diamonds was, we're not seeing any demand from China and India and Brazil anymore. These economies are seriously slowing down. And for us, it's more expensive to get these diamonds out of the earth than it is for us to just hold on to what we have. Is this showing up in retail prices for diamond engagement rings? I don't think so. Isn't that weird? That's what I'm saying. The social value is decoupling from the actual value of the commodity. Because like when oil prices fall, gasoline prices fall. Exactly. It's, It's very tightly related. I think diamonds are really different from other commodities because engagement rings are fundamentally about showing off. Status goods are only valuable to the owner if they are unaffordable to other people the owner knows. That's weird. See, that's weird. But it's true, right? Like if the uh, if the purpose of the diamond engagement ring is fundamentally to show off your wealth, it would be tacky to just wave your financial statements around. But this is a socially acceptable way to show off how much money you have. It's only effective if you're buying something that actually reflects your ability to afford. It has to be expensive to be good. So if retailers start cutting the prices of diamonds, that becomes actually arguably less appealing to customers. Which takes you to business class 101, which is never give on price, ever. If you can help it, don't. Because value is something that you should be able to derive as a company. If you let other people start driving it for you, then you're in trouble. But so why doesn't that happen in the diamond business then? Because I'm sure like, you know, Exxon would love to sell gasoline for a high price, even though oil's gotten cheap, but they can't because their competitors will undercut them on price. Is this about De Beers quasi-monopoly and the fact that a number of my, a small number of miners control so much of the world's supply that they're able to manipulate the price? Diamonds are mostly handled by a few miners and, you know, 
That's it. It's the cartel. You either take it or you don't. So I've been reading some things in in magazines and such about how, you know, millennials value experiences. They don't value material things. And that therefore millennials are less into engagement rings because they don't they don't care about a big shiny rock. They care about experiences. I'm not seeing this borne out at all in the people around me. When, you know, affluent women in New York get engaged, they seem to show off enormous shiny rocks on their fingers. There is absolutely no way. Okay, let me tell you something. Every girl wants an engagement ring. She's not that down to earth. I don't care what she says to you. I'm not that down to earth. Nobody is that down to earth. But again, this reflects that, you know, this is uh, the thing I have on my finger is a pure commodity item. It is a it is a ring of platinum that basically anybody could make. The dealing the, the detailing is not that complicated. But there's this huge emotional investment in the purchase that makes the the price to value relationship much different from what it usually is and arguably people feel better about it having spent more money on it because it is a symbol of how important the purchase was. Totally. To Social value, economic value. And I wish we we could actually look up the value of platinum right now and see how that's declined. But no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to think about how how much more cheaply I could have gotten this. Ring. Okay, all right. It's more magical with it on that. You know, I love a chart. So. <laughs> Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. We are distributed by ACAST. 